Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Oh, good news. It's already tomorrow when the Moistline commentators return to the John and Ken show. Oh, we gave gave them an upgrade? Uh, All right, good. Moistline commentators. That's right. They comment on all sorts of different things going on in the world. Okay. If you want to be a part of that bunch, you leave a message. uh, The iHeartRadio app is a little microphone icon you use or the toll-free number. It's been there for years. 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. So how much of the sheriff's debate did you see? You got there like halfway through? Is that what you um, said? Well, I, I listened to uh, ha- over half of it on the radio driving there. Oh, okay. And then I heard about, I watched about 15, 20 minutes in person. So I got to see or hear a fair amount of it. And uh, your impressions, my impressions. <laughs> We're well, here for your commentary. I'm, I'm, look, I'm biased for Alex You're Villanueva. No, I'm, I'm, I'm biased for Alex Villanueva. I know what he's done. I'm looking at what people do. You know, I, I'm, I'm with you in that debates or a lot of talk and canned lines and you know re- rehearsed responses, right, and deflections. But did you Vin- know that Caruso used lean in? Yeah, twice. I know. I made it know that. Oh, it made me cringe. Okay, look, Don't say lean in. I, you know, if uh, if I we we could if he come, he's going to come on the air with us soon. I saw him after the show. He oh, is that right? He gave you his assurances. Yes. Okay. He wants to come on again? So because I thought we were kind of a ten foot pole. No, no. They, I mean, the, he came on once, and uh, he's coming he on did. again. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, you, you could bring up the lean in phrase. Uh, but we see. With I mean, I I see. I, 
I've known Caruso for over 20 years. I know he does stuff. I know how he handles the world. Vina Weva, I didn't know who he was when he, when oh, he first we ran got four years ago. Down. In fact, I'm working on the voter guide. We made a mistake in 2018. We did not support him. No, because his issue he was running on was getting ICE out of the county jails. And he no that longer seemed was like all we court. knew, right? Well, we knew a lot was, of the activists were pushing because, him. Yeah. And well, then we know people lined up all night to vote, and eventually he passed the incumbent sheriff and won the election. Because that's how Villanueva fooled, fooled the progressives. I guess so. He focused largely. But he said he did do what he said he would do with ICE in the jail, so right. that's how he explains right. that. Right, and, and that's the thing. That's why you cannot be a one-issue voter. In most cases. <laughs> that's a good example. You, you, right? you know, that's, that's a good example. I mean, not everything Caruso said last night, I 100% agree with. But, you know, I'm I'm way over 75% in what I agree with him on. Now, with Villanueva, that, that was the main issue he ran on. And the previous uh, sheriff. Jim McDonald. Jim McDonald. He was okay. Also from Long Beach. Yeah, didn't. Enough, did, did, Luna's from. Yeah, didn't didn't uh, didn't make a whole lot of waves. Didn't create a whole lot of news during his four years. So, you know, it seemed like that status quo vote was was uh, was a good it idea. It seemed safer, right? right. But Villanueva shocked the hell out of everybody. Shocked the hell out of all the progressives because while he stuck to his get ice out of the uh, jails and no more cooperation with the sheriff's department, he stuck to that. But look what he did elsewhere. He started cleaning cleaning up homeless encampments. He started so calling go- out officials on crime. Yeah. The he, architects of failure. He's he, he, That's right. He called Garcetti and the L.A. City Council the architects of failure. And the he, Board of Supervisors. Idiots. Right. Right. And did an investigation on Sheila Kuehl. And he's trying to clean up the homeless on the on the metro buses and trains, trying to get rid of them. And and suddenly it's like, wow, this is. And he stood up for his budget and he doesn't want them yeah. to close the jails. The Board of Supervisors wants to close all the right. county jails. Right. How about that? So the supervisor. We're going to have diversion centers. We're going to give them mental health help. Right. And he knows. Try that on the homeless first. Before, you know, the, <laughs> look what happened in Sherman Oaks, the story we did yeah. yesterday with those crazy people wandering yeah. the streets and throwing feces. Where's your mental health help? Put that now in- you want to have it for everybody that commits a crime? Get out of here. Such a lying bag. Put them in a diversion center. But so I'm saying you look at his body of work. I mean, he cleaned up Venice. He cleaned up the uh, the VA homeless encampment. He cleaned up the one on Alvera Street and, and others. So it's like, okay, this guy's doing stuff that works. Right. He, they tried he, to portray him last night. His opponent did. Is You just like to stand in front of the cameras and claim credit for things that you didn't well, really do. No, he really did them. That's where Luna was full of it. Vinoeva really did it, and he should get credit because – Mike Bonin put up all the roadblocks in the world. Villanueva got around Bonin on the west side, and Bonin took credit anyway. <laughs> so, you know, this is just a grand, stupid game they all play. But, again, I look at action. I know Caruso can command a big organization. I can see Villanueva follows through and is effective. He came on the air, and we said, "What? where are you going to clean up next? And he says, oh, we're going to clean up uh, the, the VA. VA encampment. We're going to clean up uh, Alvera Street. We're going we're gonna to clean up. Venice, uh, Venice Boardwalk, and he did it, and that's a, that's that's all I care about. And the you know the the El Segundo Times manufactures a new BS scandal every day of nonsense and things. Oh, and that, all that comes from the Board of Supervisors. Yeah. Once they realized who Villanueva was, that he was an actual police officer who believed in jails and cutting back on crime and homelessness, they turned on him with every scandal they could right. uncover, so, which so, a lot of nonsense. Here's the trick. 
And all this is tricks. Here's the trick Luna was trying to play on Villanueva. The Board of Supervisors, they're terribly corrupt. Terribly corrupt. You know, word is that um, Chilicule is not the last supervisor who's going to get a bad phone call or a bad knock on the door. All right? We got Ridley Thomas. We got we got Sheila Kuehl. They're both in trouble. There might be more coming. They truly are a corrupt crowd. They're way woke. They're dangerous with all their criminal policies. They they fully support George Gascon. So Villanueva has to, for the sake of humanity, fight these people. And Luna is their puppet. He is that, their puppet. That's what Villanueva says. Yeah. Let's... Uh... Go to clip number three. I don't but, know if uh, I would be more. proud if I were Luna to announce that I have all five supervisors yep. endorsing well, me. Well, and this is this just one more line I want to say. Luna's act last night was, well, he doesn't get along with his uh, supervisors. Yes, I he, work he, with people. He, I, I work with people. He doesn't get along with them. Like yeah, great third sh- graders. He shouldn't get along with them. He should be fighting them. Doesn't every- play well with others. Yeah. That's right. He should be fighting them because their policies are wrongheaded particularly if your background is law enforcement. Do you have any idea what they're trying to do in supporting Gascon and closing down jails? Yeah. This is freaking dangerous. So All we got is Villanueva. When I, hear that, when I heard Luna say Villanueva is not getting along with the supervisors, I thought, yes, exactly, and that's great. All right, when we come back, we'll play the clip where Villanueva, almost like Trump fashion, has yeah. come up with the name for Robert Luna, his opponent, as a puppet. And he is. He's the puppet of the supervisors. They're just putting him up there. And that's what Villanueva made that point. He said, yeah, they ran seven people against me in the June primary, trying to knock me off or at least find a way to drag they this did. into November. They did. They, sp- they, they spent, put up all those candidates. They spent years recruiting opponents for Villanueva. He said, in 2018, I had like one opponent, which was the incumbent sheriff. But now they realize they don't like me, so they put up seven people to battle me. It's unbelievable, the control that these uh, people have, because a lot of people don't vote or pay attention. All right, we'll play that clip uh, coming up. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's get to the puppet clip. Last night, the first debate was between the two candidates in the November ballot for L.A. County Sheriff, the incumbent Alex Villanueva against the former Long Beach Police Chief Robert Luna. Here is the clip where Villanueva says, you know, you may be proud of this. You're just the puppet of the Board of Supervisors and other politicians. Well, this is a very basic situation. I campaigned four years ago on reform, rebuild, and restore, and I can report four years later we have accomplished exactly that. The challenges have changed. Homelessness continues to grow out of control. Violent crime from the George Floyd murder forward has just spiraled out of control, and now public corruption is rearing its ugly head. All these things require a major commitment on my part, on the part of the entire Sheriff's Department, to serve the community, and that is what our goal is right here. And I am not buying this idea that uh, when the Board of Supervisors recruits eight candidates to run against me, they did it for one reason only, because they want a puppet. And we have the person right here as that puppet. He volunteered for that. And four years ago, where were all these people that had such a big interest in running for sheriff? There was nobody. Myself and one other candidate. There's a reason why. This is about the independence of the Sheriff's Department in checks and balances against the unlimited power of the Board of Supervisors. That's what's at stake. What do you say to the charge that you're just a puppet for the Board of Supervisors and you're going to do what the establishment wants? I'd like to start off with saying 70% of the people in the primary voted against Alex Villanueva. 
Uh, there were uh, seven candidates, and by the way, they've all endorsed me uh, for the sheriff's race. Uh, and here's something that the sheriff needs to learn. When you're working with people, that doesn't mean you're a puppet. That means you're working with people to collaborate at the end of the day to serve our community, the members of our county, in the best way possible. When you are consistently putting down the people who uh, manage your budget, you're not serving our residents to the best of your ability. Oh, See, the thing that people don't know, probably, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors controls the budget of the Sheriff's Department. And what they want to do is dismantle it, basically, because they don't believe in police or jails. They want to end that. They're on the Gascon side. So that's what Villanueva is fighting. And he did say that sort of in the next part of this debate, that you want to come and cut my budget, cut back law enforcement when we got crime rising? I'm not going to stand for that. That's why I stood up to them. But this Luna... Uh, this, you know, he may turn out to be Villanueva and be the opposite of what he's saying, but he looks like a puppet of the Board of Supervisors. They're all supporting yeah. him because he'll go along with this. So let's play cut number four here. The first thing I would do as sheriff is I would stop this us versus them culture and mentality. When you have a, a person who stands up in front of the cameras and in front of all the residents in Los Angeles County and is consistently putting down uh, not only the Board of Supervisors, but other elected officials that because he doesn't agree. And you said it earlier, part of governing is not agreeing with people, but it's the way you handle it. And by the way, if I didn't mention this earlier, yes, I do have the endorsement of all five of our L.A. County supervisors. Why? Because they have seen the way I work with people. And I want to make a distinction. I work with people. I don't work for people. That's the contrast between myself and my opponent to my left. Sheriff, would you say to that, you know? Well, for one, I'd say his record in Long Beach belies that. He definitely works for, for example, when Long Beach was burning down in the middle of the riots, where was my opponent? He acquiesced to what the mayor and the political establishment of Long Beach said, which is don't do anything. Don't offend the looters. It's just property damage. And of course, we've spoken directly to the people impacted by it, and they have a wildly different opinion of that. So there's a point in time when you have to step up to the plate and do the right thing. It's just not going to happen with this man. Yeah, that's yeah. what the LAPD chief Michael Moore did. He was a stooge for Garcetti, and that's why the Fairfax district had those uh, buildings burned. Yeah. Those and, stores. It, and it was same thing. I forgot about Long Beach. They had a really bad time, yeah. too. And they had it the in, George Floyd death. in Santa Monica, too. Why? Because they all had the same line. It's just property. Property now is no longer important to the government here in Southern California. It's just, it's just your, the life savings you poured into your business. It's just the way you make a living. It's just everything to you. It's just property. That phrase angers me so much. I mean, because Michael Moore and Eric Garcetti let 88 businesses burn in Fairfax. And Luna let a lot of businesses burn in Long Beach. And the same thing in Santa Monica. Whole blocks were destroyed in Santa Monica, and they're still destroyed. I go there all the time. They ruined the 3rd Street Promenade. They ruined 4th Street. They're still empty businesses, busted businesses that go on for blocks. So they actually destroyed major shopping centers here in Southern California, destroyed the businesses, and they don't care. So, yeah, you got to be against that. You have to fight that. You want to get along with that? A county board of supervisors that allows that to happen? That is, that's nuts.
That is so crazy. And you people just have to get up and start shouting these people and chasing them out. Last thing we need is 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 Robert Luna as as the sheriff. So the next time there's some stupid riot and we're all browbeaten into not criticizing the uh, rioters and the looters. Oh, we can't even call them rioters and looters. I didn't watch uh, the whole debate, but I hope somebody asked him, does he support what the supervisors want to do? They want to close the L.A. County jails. They want all these diversion programs. They believe it's all about mental health. Mm-hmm. Really? And then there's Karen Bass with her, oh, I got all these programs to prevent crime. I've been doing this since 1990 yeah, with my well, organizations. Great. Look at crime now. We're on an upward trend here that is not ending. It's the worst in like 15 years. And usually the answer to that is, well, it's better than the 1990s. That doesn't work for people. No. Flush that answer. <laughs> flush that. Flush that. Okay. Here's the answer. We're, we're, we're fixing things. We're not going to allow uh, all this crime. We're going to arrest people and put them away for significant periods of time. We're not going to let them out of no bail. We're not going to have cheap sentences. We're not going to have early parole. That's what we're doing. Any other answer is not acceptable. If you have any other answer, then get the hell out of the county. Get out of the city. You're trouble. And, and, and we need people who are going to campaign like that. Because enough is enough here. I can't believe how docile everybody is now. No wonder we're all getting attacked, right? No wonder our homes and cars are getting broken into. No wonder people are getting stabbed, murdered. No wonder all this stuff is being stolen. No wonder you're getting bags of feces thrown at you. Because everybody's lying docile saying, well, I I don't know. I guess we have to understand why all these people. No, we don't have to understand any of this. Life is uncertain. It's okay to feel stressed, anxious, worried, or frustrated. CalHOPE can help. Access CalHOPE's free and secure mental health resources. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org. They should worry about us. They should I, understand why we're, we're angry and fed up. We're, I mean, we're at a critical juncture here, not just with the sheriff's race, but in general in this whole Gascon nonsense. We're going to talk about him in a moment in a case that's come back around. But it, it's this crowd, and I heard this after that rapper was killed at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles a couple of weeks ago. A couple of people interviewed just had more sympathy for the shooter than the victim. Yeah, because they believe, and this goes back to capitalism and our whole system yeah. is racist and our criminal justice system is horrific. And so now we got to start feeling sorry that, for the victims and figure out another way for them. Look, that's all lies and garbage. And, and, and no longer should anybody be on the defensive. Be proud of the country. Be proud of the system. And we've got to get these people to shut up. They're lying. The stuff they're preaching and teaching is complete nonsense. It's total nonsense. And they're not brainwashing me. They brainwashed enough people. All right, we got uh, more coming up on KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Oh, it looks like uh, coming up after the news at 5 o'clock, we got a good one for you from investigative uh, KFI reporter Steve Gregory. It concerns Sheila Kuehl. It concerns the search just over a week ago of her home based on an L.A. County Sheriff's Department investigation into her relationship with a nonprofit and a contract they got with Metro. You probably know all about that story. And one of the other things that came out of that story was she was tipped off that her home was going to be searched the night before. Steve has new information on that angle of the story, and he will join us at 5.05. We go to the border. The El Segundo Times, this is instructive. This is a teachable moment. 
The El Segundo Times ran a deceptive story the other day. You know how these migrants are being bussed and flown around the country by some Republican governors, Ron DeSantis in Florida and Greg Abbott in Texas, right? So they had a story over the weekend. These migrants were flown to California from Texas. They don't know why or who paid for the flights. When you read the article, it didn't have a lot of detail, but they interviewed them. They were Venezuelan men and blah, blah, blah. The implication was this is more the work of DeSantis and Abbott. Quietly today, the Times kind of rescinded the story. Venezuelan migrants flown to California from Texas were not part of this GOP operation, according to activists. Turns out some nonprofit group in Texas sent them there, thinking that they had to check in to immigration offices in Sacramento. That's it. <laughs> See, I'm just telling you, this is how it works. Yeah. Someone said, oh, that's a good angle. Throw that story in there, too. It looks like now they're coming to Sacramento. They're coming after Newsom. The Republican governors are sending them to Newsom's doorstep. Yeah. Even I kind of believe that. It was only a handful of men, by the way. I think it was five or something. Yeah, it wasn't exactly two million. And it turned out that they actually were sent there by but some see, this nonprofit. Is, this, this is what I'm saying. This is all willful. It's willful distortion on the part of these uh, progressive uh, woke journalists to constantly hammer the governors over where they, where they relocate the migrants and not do extensive stories on how cruel it is to let the migrants in because there's nowhere to put them. And that the travel that they take from their home countries through Mexico is filled with all kinds of brutality and all kinds of suffering. That they don't want to discuss. So, again, these are dishonest organizations. These are propaganda organizations. Now, this story about the border from Lovely Politico, the progressive website that has something called the West Wing Playbook. Apparently, Biden administration insiders are really unhappy with the coverage at the border that's being put out by Bill Malusian. You may remember Bill Malusian, Fox 11 reporter. He now works for Fox News and covers a lot of their border issues. He's an Emmy-winning reporter, does excellent work. In fact, he still tracks Gascon stories, which mm. we'll talk about later. But um, it says he's done hundreds of television hits for Fox News on the network last year, largely from border states, where he focuses on the overwhelming flow of migrants. Now, you heard the other day, the number is 2.1 million. 2.1 million border encounters in just this fiscal year alone, which isn't over. It ends on September 30th. That's an amazing figure. That's like unprecedented. Of course it deserves coverage. But you know what Malusian does that's getting under the skin of these Biden people? He's actually used drones to show people the massive amounts of... Remember last year, was, was that El Paso? Where was the place where... Uh, the, the the Haitians were underneath the bridge. Oh, yeah, that right. Story? Yeah. No, that video is powerful. That and, was powerful. No, the most powerful. They don't like this because they think uh, then it becomes an emotional story. It doesn't tell the true the true reasons why they're coming. Oh. It doesn't give the nuance of the story. Okay. He's just trying to overwhelm everybody with the emotional sight of many migrants. Imagine this propaganda. There is nothing more true than live video. It's not even recorded video. They run live video often from a drone. And showing that, thousands that, and thousands of people. That's absolute massive. reality. And and they're upset with it. So they try to tell you, well, what you see with your own eyes is not really going on. Somehow it's been distorted. It's well, they been think juiced. that there's no uh, there's no uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Perspective given to it. Right. And this is just going to feed the xenophobes. If I when see, you see these masses of people, yeah. they're going to go, oh, my God, if there's 15,000 people 
suffering under a bridge, that's because there's 15,000 people suffering under a bridge. That's right. exactly what's Not happening. Right. We and, and Biden's administ- the Biden administration lured them there. And now the Biden administration didn't know what to do with them. And so, this is the other thing. And, and that's your government. You want to go back and listen to our podcast a couple of days ago. One of the best guests we have on this is Mark Krikorian from the Center for Immigration Studies. The other gaslighting thing they're trying to do is tell us that this is a humanitarian crisis. and These people are fleeing countries that are in horrible shape. But and we're talking about Venezuela, Cuba, Haiti. As Mark pointed out, that's been like that for years. What's drawing them is Biden's president and he's reversed yeah. Trump policies. It's an open door. That's what's happening. Instead, they're trying to tell us, oh, no, no, this is uh, the result of policies from these countries and high inflation and socialist leaders. And we've got to be compassionate. And that is not. Le- no, no. That's been going on for many years in those countries. And will always go on. There's some Probably, countries yes. that never get it together. There's some countries that have been. Uh, a disaster for many decades, hundreds yes. of years. There's nothing you can do. Some societies just can't figure out how to survive in a modern world. Yeah. We, can't, we can't fix everyone's problems. And uh, what you said is, yeah, it's our open door. The, oh. the, 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 they're not. We've s- learned this going back to the Bush days. The word gets around. It really does. Oh, now? Especially the coyotes, the smugglers, the cartels. They know. <laughs> When there's well, a good opportunity, and they put the word out, they put they advertise, they advertise in, on on the radio, they advertise online. Right. Yeah, they do, and it's a business, and and so they they scrape up their savings, they sell what they have, and the people uh, have the coyotes transport them here, and then they find themselves standing in El Paso, laying in the street, uh, uh, and I looked up, you said the total's now two point one million. Do you know there's only four cities in the country with a population larger than 2.1 million? It's Houston, Chicago, L.A., and New York. So yeah, that, we, that beats the population of some states. We, we have um, an immigration total that is larger than all the cities and towns in America except for four. But every other town and city in America, their population is smaller than the number of immigrants we've taken in in the last two years. Uh, we, I mean, we've taken in more people than live in Phoenix, more people than live in Philadelphia, more people than live in San Diego or Dallas. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. And then 48 of them ended up in Martha's Vineyard, and this is the crime of the century. There's a story from NBC News that was in this political thing I was reading from about Bill Malusian. Uh, it's about a week old, but it looks like Homeland Security was talking to the Biden White House. And there was a proposal that maybe we ought to be doing what the Republican governors are doing and fly some of these migrants to cities around the country. Because the theory would be to spread them out. Because when you have towns like El Paso overwhelmed or those images that Bill Malusian talked about last year with the people under the bridge, that's a horrific visual, right? It's a bad photo. So the but apparently there's been pushback. The Biden administration doesn't want to do that. In fact, one of the cities mentioned was Los Angeles, that they would they would fly. And this would be DHS. They would fly. This would not be the Republicans. They would fly groups of migrants to cities like Los Angeles. Are they afraid cities near the Canadian border, the Canadian border? 
Are they afraid of large collections of migrants all in one place? Yeah, that's bad optics. That's right. It says here but, in El Paso, nearly 9,000 migrants have been released to bus stations because local shelters have no capacity to house them. So some people at DHS said, no, maybe we need to fly those people around the country too, like the Republicans are doing. And the Biden people are like, no, we can't do that. That's what they do. We can't. We've been, we've been condemning that. Yeah, see, that's irrational. <laughs> see, now, now, you're, now you're, you're, you're basing your policy because you backed yourself into a corner rhetorically. Because you criticized what the other party was doing. So now you can't do it either. And again, uh, rational people, intelligent people would say, okay, well, intelligent people would close the border. Let's just say that, okay? Because if you close the border, you wouldn't have any of these problems. They have created a thousand stupid problems simply by leaving the border wide open. It's, It's just insane. But if you, after you've made the mess, well... Yeah, you have to you have to spread them around because there's there's no physical space, there's no food, there's no water, there's no nothing for thousands of people. There's it too many coming. the local governments, right? I I, mean, so I, I don't understand. And they have a particular problem. It says here with the Venezuelans because Venezuela will not take them back. Mexico doesn't want to accept them, so that's why they're having trouble with the Venezuelan people. Who cares if they don't want to accept them? Fly the plane, land the plane, let them out. Well, we got, wait, we have to we have to ask them permission to return their residents. <laughs> well, this is true with a number of countries around the globe, you not know, just that. Oh, and we want to take back their people. We got to take a break. Okay. Uh, John and Ken, KFI, and we got uh, Steve Gregory coming in after five o'clock. Oh, I got, just said that. <laughs> oh, you weren't on the air. Oh, that's the fault of uh, the person with the buttons. But I did just say that. All right, well, <laughs> oh, I guess nobody heard me. Then you said no, it. Right? No. I didn't. I thought maybe you uh, passed on. Yeah, I can't tell if I'm on the air or not. So, yeah, you're right. I guess I wasn't on the air. It was like weird that you repeated it. Uh, this has to do with the Sheila Kuehl investigation and uh, this aspect of it, which was, well, she tipped off that her home was going to be searched coming up after five. We, we focus a lot on Southern California, but there was a couple of things going on in the world that we have to talk about. We'll talk about Russia next hour because that's really cool. People are fleeing the country. Mm-hmm. There is a miles and miles backup for people trying to drive out of Russia. But right now we turn to Iran where something could be brewing that might be interesting. A 22-year-old woman died after being arrested by the morality police. She apparently was wearing her hijab incorrectly. Her name was Amjad Amini. After she died, the story was she had a heart attack. Her father says BS and protests have been raging nationwide since this happened. In fact, eight people have been killed protesting what happened to this woman. What, and you're wondering if something, you know, could build up, that there could be some sort of overthrow of that really oppressive 6th century kind of thinking <laughs> and regime that, 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 that rules countries like Iran. Well, you know, there there's a lot of people upset, but... For all these decades since the Ayatollah took over in 1979, people have bought into it. There's a lot of ultra-religious fundamentalists there that, are. that feed that feed this machine in, in Afghanistan, right? Yes. The, 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 that's, that's where uh, a lot of it's the men, too, because it's a way to oppress all the women. So you have at least uh, 50% support all the time from most of the guys because it's a good time for them. Iran's taking no chances. They have shut down a lot of the mobile networks. No access to Instagram, WhatsApp, 
they just don't want people organizing and discussing these things. Okay. So like China, you know, they can just act quickly to, uh, to try to clamp down on dissent. Yeah, well, you got to be armed to pull something off. That's another thing. I know. So far, it's just protests in the streets. And, of course, the other governments of the world that are sympathetic are saying, just let them protest. But, man, I part of me just wishes this would boil up into something bigger. I don't know. It's, you know. The, the morality st- police. This stuff has lasted over a thousand years. Once, once you get power, like absolute power and control, and you have a religious cult-like atmosphere, yeah. very difficult, almost impossible to defeat it. The uh, Christian Amapur was going to interview Iran's president yesterday, but at the last minute they stepped in and said, you've got to wear a head covering, and she said no, so she canceled the interview. Mm. She was not going to bow to their uh, to their custom, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and, and, and the Biden administration is working on giving this crowd uh, access to nuclear materials. Iran? Yeah, they're still working on that, uh, that treaty. Oh, that treaty during yeah. Obama's time. Right, right, yeah, which Trump canceled, and right. Biden's been trying to restart it so that they can uh, create... Uh, so they can blow up Israel? Yeah, so they can blow up Israel and kill everybody there. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we'll be talking to Steve Gregory with a new development in the Sheila Kiel story. The L.A. County supervisor is being investigated uh, for helping out a friend get a big contract with Metro. Uh, this is John and Ken show on KFI AM 640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark has news live from the 24-hour KFI newsroom. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.